0: Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the
1: Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. on mountain. Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez here with our Lifetime guest, guess, I guess you could say Aaron Keller, because you're always here.
2: <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: also a co-host. And then we have Julie Watson, who helped organize um, the, our Kirch Award, which is an annual award. We'll get into that in a second. Um, she helps organize the, the nomination process. Mm-hmm. And we're lucky enough to be joined by Brett K. Jefferson. He is the 2018 winner of this Kirch Award, and he is joining us over the phone. Thank you so much, Brett, for taking the time to talk to us.
0: Well, thank you for having me on. I, I appreciate it. It's very exciting.
1: It is very exciting and like I said it's an annual award and it's cool that we're switching it up this year cuz last year it was an agency the Desert Tortoise Group or I should say 2017.
2: Yeah, it was 2017's award and they were a uh, yeah, they were an organization that got it.
1: Yeah, and then this year it's an individual. It's mm-hmm. Brett. Mm-hmm. So um before we, I, we have a lot to talk about with Brett, but Julie, could you first explain what the award is and your involvement with it?
2: Yeah, so it is the Wayne E. Kirch Nevada Wildlife Conservation Award, and it is presented by our Nevada Board of Wildlife Commissioners. And so what I do is I just help get the nominations out, and then I organize our judges, which the judges are made up of yeah, myself, I'm on the judging panel, but I don't usually judge because I feel biased. Um, and then we have several people from the county advisory boards or other nonprofit organizations that are sportsmen groups or wildlife groups. And um, our board, the board of directors of the commissioner, the commissioner. He's on it as well. Wow. So there's several of us that are made that are on the judging panel, um, and they serve two terms on the judging panel. So they're on it for two years, and um, so I s- organize with all the judges. I get nominations, and one of the reasons why we scheduled this podcast is because September 1st is when we put out for nominations for the 2019 award. So this is really timely to have Brett on. He was our 2018 award winner and now we are accepting nominations for the 2019 award. So this award can go to an individual, a nonprofit organization, outdoor sports club, or even a business can be nominated. So really any person, organization, business that has done any work in Nevada towards conserving wildlife can be nominated by anyone. Anyone can nominate someone. So we wanna get a ton of nominations. Um, They must have achieved significant results towards the conservation management or enhancement of wildlife in the state of Nevada during the calendar year preceding the award. So this year's 2019 award would be all the work that they did in 2019.
1: Gotcha, so that's why they do it at the end -hmm. of the year. Yeah, so the end of the year. Yeah,
2: and they get given an award, which uh, it's a physical award. They get a physical award to take home, and um, they get presented it at a commission meeting. And so Brett will be receiving his award this month at the Las Vegas commission meeting. Um, and I do want to say that this award is sponsored by the Kerch family, and Wayne E. Kirch was a prominent employee of Endow for a very long time, and he has done a ton for wildlife. Um, so it's it's. Really cool to have his name on the, war- the award, that his family sponsors it, and that we can give it to deserving individuals, businesses, organizations, such as Brett Jefferson.
1: Awesome. Well, that's a good segue to Brett. So that's that's huge to win an award like this. You just outlined it mm-hmm. in how we choose the individual who gets it. So Brett, when did you find out that you were going to be receiving this award?
0: Um. I think I found out when I received um, the letter of notification from Julie.
1: Mm-hmm. Were you surprised?
0: i I was surprised. Um, i I was aware that I had been nominated. Um, but I mean the you know the list of past award winners are all, you know, it's a list of my uh, conservation heroes for sure. So uh, it was just an honor, I think, uh, to be to be nominated. Say nothing about actually winning the award. So um, was very very surprised and uh, very honored to um, uh, to to be presented or you know, to win the award um, from from the commission. It's uh, uh, quite a quite an event in in a person's life. Yeah
1: very exciting and your background i mean you've just dedicated your life to wildlife um you were the past just in 2018 you were the chairman of the board of directors for the wildlife sheep foundation is that that correct
0: um yes and uh, um i'm uh, i was i was re-elected chairman of of the wild sheep foundation so uh i'll be serving i'll be serving one more year as, as chairman of the board of directors of of that organization. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's awesome! So it just your work continues. So what have some of your highlights been over the years?
0: I'm I'm sorry. Uh, that again?
1: Oh, what have some of your highlights been with the Wild Sheep Foundation? We'll start with Wild Sheep Foundation because you're also heavily involved with the Fraternity of the Desert Bighorns. So um, yeah. What have some of your highlights been with your time with the Wild Sheep Foundation?
0: Well, we've, um, you know, the Wild Sheep Foundation is heavily um, invested in the state of Nevada. Um, uh, as, you, as you probably know, um, uh, Dr. Perrigan Wolf, um, the state wildlife vet, uh, also serves on the Wild Sheep Foundation board of directors with me. And, um, and Wild Sheep does uh, does their annual um, Sheep Week uh, Sheep Show in uh, in Reno. It's our annual convention um, where we bring uh, conservationists and sportsmen together from all over North America and the world, um, you know, to uh, talk about conservation and uh, uh, learn from each other and and uh, develop new. New methods and new techniques for conservation of wildlife um, from a volunteer perspective, uh, and I you know I've been heavily involved with uh, with the fraternity, and then previous to that with uh, uh, Nevada Bighorns Unlimited um, in Reno. There, while I live there, um, of late my big uh, my my big um, focus has been um, uh, working with um, a broad-based um, coalition, uh, you know, to try to convince uh, the United States Air Force um, not to uh, expand the Nevada Test and Training Range over uh, most of the rest of the Desert National Wildlife Refuge, um, which was which was created in. 1936 specifically to protect, um, our Nelson desert bighorn sheep. Uh, so that's, that's, that's really been, uh, uh a focus of my conservation efforts for the last, co- the last couple of years is, um, the desert national wildlife refuge. But, uh, there's a, there's a lot of other things that are going on in Nevada, um, you know, with respect to bighorn sheep, um, we're one of the few states that has three different subspecies of bighorn sheep: uh, California bighorns in the northern part of the state, desert bighorns in the south, and then and then Rocky Mountain um, bighorn sheep in, in the Ruby Mountains and uh, uh, east Humboldt. So uh, we're very special that way. Um, uh, the paternity of the desert bighorn is. It's the oldest conservation group in, in the world. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was founded in uh, 1964 um, wow. by a group of people. A group of people that uh, were very concerned about um, the very low population of of desert bighorn sheep and <clears throat> and the fear that uh, bighorn sheep were going to disappear from the landscape. Uh, at that time, there was only about two or three thousand desert bighorn sheep left uh, in Nevada. And uh, through partnerships with um, uh, the fraternity, uh, the predecessor to the Wild Sheep Foundation, the Foundation for North American Wild Sheep, uh, and now, and uh, the formation of other groups in the north, like. Nevada Bighorns Unlimited and Elko Bighorns Unlimited, um, all working together, we we recovered um, the bighorn sheep in the state from uh, the deserts from that low level uh, around 1964, where there was only a few thousand, up to where now we've got over 12,000 desert bighorn sheep in the state, and. The one thing that we've learned through conservation is that um, when bighorn sheep are doing well on the landscape, um, all the other wildlife is doing well on the landscape as well. So when you're conserving uh, bighorn sheep, uh, you're also benefiting all of the other wildlife wildlife that... uh, that shares the habitat with uh, the bighorn
1: sheep. Exactly. That's why it's such important work. Like you said, we live in this special state that we do have bighorn sheep, but, you know, we got to work to make sure those um, populations are thriving and we don't want to lose those populations. And um, a lot of your efforts have been facilitating and coordinating those partnerships between Endow, the fraternity Wild Sheep Foundation. So I know you've had a huge part in that, and you also were a big part of how we were able to fund some of our water development projects.
0: Um, Yes, there's uh, like the the fraternity. The fraternity has oh something like about 130 um, man-made water developments that are in the southern part of the state. Um, You know, NBU has got you know. Um, a giant number in the northern part of the state, um, and coming up with coming up with creative ways to uh, to fund those water developments, because they can be dependent upon whether you know you have to use a helicopter to transport materials into um, the sites. You know they can be anywhere from you know twenty thousand dollars and up to thirty five thousand dollars to build. Uh, so, raising money um, uh, to be able to, you know, commit money and funding to those conservation air, uh, efforts to bring to bring water to wildlife, uh, because you know there's there's a lot of wildlife that uses the water development besides the Bighorn Sheep, um, and uh, that that funding funding resource has been um, uh, a huge part of. Of my efforts and involvement with um, the Wild Sheep Foundation and other organizations in Nevada, um, because with uh, with the PR match, um, you know, you can you can you know triple your money um, exactly. uh, as you put it on the ground. So uh, you create you know you you create a pay it forward situation where you know you create funding through Pittman Robertson. Moneys monies um, for the
1: future. Exactly and we've actually done some podcasts on our water development projects so I highly encourage everyone to go back check out our SoundCloud listen to those podcasts and it's pretty cool work and Brett's had huge involvement in that and um, Brett we're actually out of time for the first half of the show but I want to get into a lot more with you how you got involved in all these groups. Um, we will talk about that after the break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. I'm long sketch you long
0: you
1: If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we are joined by Julie Watson, who helps uh, manage our Kirch Award nominations, an annual award we give. And we're joined by the 2018... um, recipient of this award brett k jefferson so thanks again brett getting back into the second half of the show um we did in the first half we talked a lot about we barely scratched the surface on some of the work you've done but we want to get into your background and how this passion for nevada's wildlife and bighorn sheep all got started so take us back to the beginning
0: well sure happy to do that um I, I grew up in Boulder City, Nevada,
1: um,
0: and uh, you know where we had. Uh, when I was a kid, we had bighorn sheep that would uh, that would actually come into town, um, and they would visit some of the local parks. Um, and it was a big thing for for people folks to uh, to go look at the sheep and view the sheep when they were in town in the parks enjoying themselves, um, very similar to what they do now in, in Hemingway, except, uh, you know, right in, you know, Boulder City proper, they used to come. Um, and it wasn't really until I uh, uh, I left Boulder City that I realized that that was how special that was, that uh, uh, not every town in the country has desert big sheep that, that Coming to town to visit folks. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very true. So uh, that was pretty neat. Um, and I've hunted, uh, you know, as a as a kid, I hunted small game and birds um, south of Boulder City. Uh, and my first uh, my first exposure to water developments were small game guzzlers um, that I that I would see. Uh, as I was was out um, hunting quail or uh, uh, rabbits, gotcha. and uh, later later I moved to uh, I moved to Elko and uh, got more involved in um, you know more big game hunting um, and some exposure to. Uh, some of the things that uh, you know were being done conservation-wise for wildlife in Elko. Um, then I uh, uh, attended attended university after that and came back to uh, to Reno, and uh, <clears throat> uh, was was recruited was recruited by Dr. Jim Nelson um, to join the uh, Nevada Bighorns Unlimited Board of Directors. Um, and he's a, he's a past president of the organization. And once I got on that board, it just seems like. Uh, uh,
1: took off from I, there. <laughs> it took
0: off from there, and it was just really something that uh, I really enjoyed. And I enjoyed uh, the people and the volunteers and their commitment, their commitment to wildlife and working together. Um, uh, I got exposed to the other. The other NBU um, sister organizations, uh, NBU Midas, um, Fallon NBU, which was actually the first first, uh, NBU organization uh, in northern Nevada, as well as uh, Elko Bitcoins. So, started working with those organizations um, and uh, on barter developments, and um, I I was the uh, treasurer for NDU for a number of years um, and worked on, volunteered at their banquet and did the live auction um, to help raise money and uh, really enjoyed it. It was very very satisfying work and great to go out onto the water development projects and uh, so enjoyable to spend time with with family and friends. you know, building a building water development over a weekend uh, for Bighorn Sheep and other wildlife. Uh,
1: um, very cool and then, experience.
0: Yeah, then I was recruited by Wild Sheep Foundation and then moved back to uh, Las Vegas and uh, got involved with uh, uh, reconnected with the paternity of at Bighorn. Um, and uh, that's those are the two groups that I'm focused on right now.
1: Nice, and something Julie was saying during the break that it really, it really shows your commitment. Is this, this isn't your job. Yeah, <laughs> you have another. You do something outside of all of this work that you're doing. Um, so this is just you're just doing this out of. Yes, out of your love and passion he's this. like
2: the ultimate volunteer he is volunteering his time to do all of this great work with with pretty amazing results too
1: yeah
0: very cool well thank you <laughs> uh there's a, nevada's volunteers are some of the best some of the best on the planet and uh uh i would i would encourage anybody listening to this podcast to uh you know, look into one of these conservation organizations in your area because they're in they're in all three corners of the state and in between, um, and uh, it's very very satisfying work and uh, to be involved with and to spend your weekend uh, doing something for wildlife and conservation to uh,
1: preserve preserve that
0: part of uh, the state for you know, our future generations
1: so true and then a lot of your work too um it doesn't it, it's not just Nevada mm-hmm. it's nationwide and even international yeah I would say
2: yeah um, during the break you were talking about a release that you did and you helped to orchestrate that happened in Mexico
0: um yes we just we just recently did a, um, a desert bighorn release um, into the wild in in Sonora uh, Mexico, which uh, which was really a, a groundbreaking event um, uh, to reintroduce desert bighorn sheep to the wild um, out of uh, uh, you know fenced enclosures. So that was very exciting. Um, uh, I'm also pretty heavily involved with um, uh, our our sister organization and affiliate, um, in British Columbia, um, the Wild Sheep Society of British Columbia. Um, and I'm a part of their one campfire initiative, which is, uh, which is a, a public relations campaign to, uh, bring all different types of people together that enjoy the outdoors around one common campfire and focus on the things, uh, in nature that, uh, that we all cherish and share and enjoy, uh, um, however we do that, whether whether it's uh, you know hunting or conservation work or uh, hiking or uh, birding or whatever. Uh, so it's a very it's a very uh, it's a great campaign. Um, and then I've also been heavily involved with um, Wild Sheep Foundations. Um, Central Asian initiative to uh, uh, get in place conservation conservation management plans for um, Argali um, sheep in in several Central Asian countries. Wow,
2: that is so cool! So, which which Asian countries would that sheep be found?
0: Um, Kazakhstan um, and. Uh, Uh, Kurdistan and Tajikistan
1: wow that's awesome it is so cool (laughs) yeah you're really ensuring um it's like we said before it's not just um helping future generations of Nevadans enjoy wildlife but it's internationally Mm -hmm. it's awesome Mm -hmm. just future generations in general so we really appreciate the work you've done and too. Julie, you just for anyone else who listening to this, you hear Brett talking and you think of someone else that comes to mind that you feel like has gone above and beyond for wildlife. You had said that you guys are now accepting nominations. Yes. Um, How can people submit their nominations?
2: So the nomination form is a fairly short form and we will have it up on the website for people to download Um, and um, You could also get them at our offices. I'll have some at the offices for people to pick up if you want a paper copy of them. Um, And then there's all the information is on the nomination on how to fill it out and where to send it into and when to send it in. It needs to be sent in by November 15th. So there's plenty of time. Couple months. Yes, to put this all together. Um, And then we get them, and we try and give the award out in early the early part of the year. So Brett was uh, was notified that he was given the award in April of this year. Um, and then, yeah, that's we'll be sending this out. We'll do a press release today on how you can nominate someone. And again, it's presented to an individual, a nonprofit organization, an outdoor sports club, or business um and it's for things that they've accomplished in that calendar year so this is someone or or some organization that has done work in 2019 right. um, and again this is the wayne e kirch nevada wildlife conservation award it is sponsored by marlene kirch who's the daughter of wayne kirch who was who served on our fishing game commission for over 25 years wow. which is pretty cool so he's He's played a large role in conservation in Nevada for a very long time, um, and Marlene is also on the judging panel. I wanted to make sure that that was that was made well aware too. Nice, right? Yeah, just thinking back to all. I mean, like uh, Brett said, there's so many good, great volunteers we that can't work do all in this Nevada. That them. anybody listening, it, yeah. I mean, you got to think of somebody to nominate. And Brett, I. I mean, we, we we want to thank you for all the hard work you've done, yeah, over the years. Not only this year, which you won the award for, but you've been you've been steadfast in your in your mission to help Nevada and all of our wildlife. So we want to thank you.
1: And you can thank act- you very much. And Brett, are you ready to receive your award at <laughs> next commission meeting?
0: Yes, I'm very I'm very <laughs> excited about it. Uh, uh, there's a lot of outstanding conservationists that are past past award winners that uh, have been great have been great mentors to me, and uh, it's it's a real distinct honor to be uh, to be added to that to that list uh, with them. So I, I really appreciate it and uh, uh, am honored to have that opportunity.
2: Well, you are in good company, Brett, and. Brett will be receiving his award on the 20th at on Friday at the Las Vegas Commission meeting, and it'll be in the afternoon. So um, people should be able to watch it streamed on our YouTube yes, channel. Yes, we'll be
1: streaming it on mm-hmm. our YouTube channel um, and our commission. And people are welcome to attend the meeting. It's a public yep. meeting. Yep, yep. So, well, that does it. We're already out of time for this week's Nevada Wild. Thank you, Brett, for being here and Julie, and thank you, everyone, for listening.